0: Welcome to Beyond the Bio with me, Sophie Milliken. In this podcast series, we are gonna be delving into all of the different ways that you can raise your professional profile. Today, I am joined by Jason Greystone, Jason is a hugely successful entrepreneur and professional investor. His love for investing allowed him to become completely financially free by the time he was 30 years old. Jason has a number of business interests and today we are speaking specifically about the success of his YouTube channel and in particular one video that has gone completely wild. Uh, But that has not been an overnight success and it has taken a number of years and lots of consistency to get to that point. Jason has some fantastic advice for anyone that is thinking about getting serious with YouTube. So let's get stuck in. Welcome to Beyond the Bio. I've been so excited to speak to you because I really want to pick your brain about your bloody YouTube channel.
1: I'm excited to talk to you about this podcast because you've been meaning to do it for ages.
0: I have been meaning to do it for ages. You're absolutely right. And now I'm absolutely loving it. And I just totally want to pick your brains about all sorts of things actually. But today we are talking specifically about your YouTube channel. And I've been, obviously we know each other a bit, but I did try and just do a bit of a quick refresh to see what you've been up to, to make sure that I ask you some great questions today. And the thing that popped up was all about this video that you have on your YouTube channel that made an obscene amount of money from one video across four months. You've got to start by telling me about that, Jason.
1: (laughs) Well, the... the the shiny object is the video made, yeah, two two million, just shy of two million pounds in in three months. And funnily enough, a lot of people have been interested in, oh, what do you do on YouTube? How's that work and The rest of it, but there's a little bit more to it than just you know. It, it, there's been a little bit of work in the background that's that's allowed that. It's to, not been
0: an overnight success. It's
1: not. Been a, <laughs> it's a, been a, an eight-year
0: success, I think, right?
1: <laughs> it's been an eight-year, and and it's kind of one of those moments where all the stars align, and we were just ready for that that one video, and and it's kind of what I've been promoting all along as well. You know, I'm saying I, 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 t- I tend to teach what I find to work and what I believe in to be the most kind of universal laws of of providing value and putting businesses and things. And um, it's been great to see. It's been great to be part of, you know, just to experience. It's, it's a great thing. Um, but, yeah, there's lots of things that go on in the background, which I'm sure we'll talk about in this podcast as to as to how
0: did you know that that particular video would do so well was it intentional
1: do you know what i i um, uh, you get asked that question a lot about oh did you did you know that one was gonna do well or do you, you know there's a lot of stuff that you put out on social media and you think bloody hell that's a good thumbnail or that's a good that's a good one that's that's been edited well and then they just flop and then some of them you're like it's really crappy and then it like doesn't does amazing and you're like well i just don't know you know i don't really, don't really know. But that one. The concept of it and the effort that went into it, I just, I knew it would be well received. And at the beginning, it did get a a large, I mean, 10,000, 12,000 views when I published it, but then it just went kind of dormant. Um, And I thought, that's all right. You know, 10,000, it's not quite as as good as I thought it would do. And then it took about, um, it was published in October last year, and then uh, in April this year, I was in Dubai and it just started, it just started, you know, triggering. So there's a, there's a lesson there for people who just give up on something, you know, just don't give up on it. Just make sure you, uh, you keep consistent because that YouTube algorithm really does reward consistent creators. That's, that's their whole product, right? They want to look after the creators. So they start promoting it. People start watching it. And, um, and then it just blew up from there. But back to your question, With the thumbnail and everything, uh, I came up with a thumbnail first before I had the idea. And I was just looking at my bookshelf and, you know, the For Dummies series. And I thought, I wonder if I would get away with like using the For Dummies logo, but if I crossed it out somehow and kind of made it look like a For Dummies official video, but made it trading For Dummies and crossed out the dummies and put beginners underneath. And um, I loved it. I loved the thumbnail. And And it was a thumbnail that I thought, I would click on that, you know, and I, I, this thumbnail, I was shrinking down to like minuscule so I could see it. And I was like looking at it with blurred eyes and kind of, I was really like thinking, wow, this is like, this is, this is bulletproof, this one. And then I, then I had to create the video. So I just thought, I've always had this idea that the more you share and the more you give away, the more people want to work with you. The more people will pay you to, to teach them it again and because it's all about the implementation right i just thought sod it i'm gonna do a full blown i want to do like a, a video where, <laughs> yeah yeah I, I basically wanted to do a video where no one they wouldn't need me after and it actually made it had the reverse effect it made people want you more because they they spend two and a half hours with you building a lot of trust i don't know about you but if i ever geek out on a bit of equipment or something or learning something if i if i spend enough time with someone on youtube I want to employ them. I want to go and find out how I can contact them and just work with them, right? And I've done that multiple times.
0: Talk us through the numbers then. How did you get to the 2 million?
1: At the time of the video, we had 1.4 million uh, views. And the thing that really helped the YouTube algorithm was the retention rate. So the the thumbnail was great. So you have to get people to click on your video. And that's usually to do with the thumbnail or the title. And the title, what I figured out works best for your listeners, um, is not all of the ask the public and all the rest of it. I mean, they're great tools, don't get me wrong. You can just go to Google and type in your niche, okay, on the Google search bar, and there's a drop down with questions frequently asked and if you click on one of those as a drop down then click it back up it adds more questions and if you drop it down again it keeps multiplying these questions so then you've got a bank of these amazing questions that are people are literally typing into google every every month and it's free, and you just copy and paste one of those as your as your title, then you've got a good title. So you had a good thumbnail, people want to click on it. You can see the thumbnail if it's tiny or, or big, and then you've got a great title. People, loads of people are clicking on it. The next thing's retention rate. You've just got to get them to stay for as long as possible to watch that video. It's a two and a half hour video, and the average retention rate is about one and a half hours. So it's a, they're watching this thing for a long time. So we had 14 million viewers, about 0.4%. At the end of that video, I say, basically, look, if you got value from this and you want to go a step further, I'm running a 30-day trading challenge, and it's only 297 pounds. That's dirt cheap. Spend 30 days in a program that I built in the back end, which obviously took a lot of work to develop and out of that 0.4% which is about 5600 people 5800 people they they bought that so that immediately over those 3 months is like 1.66 million or something the beautiful thing about that was there's no effort or sales literally just all purely automated through a what i call a, a value ramp in the background where people just walk themselves up this this sales ramp because it's easy to do that. They're getting more value, spending a little bit of money, getting more value, spending a little bit more. And that's kind of the way that I structure my business ecosystem, because I don't want to have big 25 grand sales conversations. That's just not my, it doesn't align with my personal philosophy on business. So that's what we did. And then out of those, um, that 0.4%, Obviously, those got even more value, and then we converted a higher amount of people, 5%, just 5% of those, which was about 280 people. They then bought um, another program, which was my elite trader program, which was £899 upsell. That's another £251,000 on top of that. And then obviously, the ad rev is about 28 grand on YouTube, um, and then there was some kind of affiliate stuff, plus... Eighteen percent of the people that bought the Elite Trader program then went on to uh, a monthly membership mastermind, which was fifty pound a month, which is about two and a half grand a month of recurring uh, revenue. So, so it, it all tallied up to about one point nine five million at the time of the analysis. Um, it's gone up a bit now, but it will—I'm sure it will plateau a little bit pretty good return though, right (laughs) it's a good return and a lot of people say like oh yeah well eight years you've been doing youtube well i don't think eight years is a long time for that kind of event to take place i think that's a great return you know even if it's still like two hundred and fifty grand a year, or or, or two hundred grand a year, is still pretty decent. Even if you even it out over the time I've been doing YouTube, so
0: it's so good. And will will that video stay with that offer on just for as long as possible? I guess so. You're always going to be making the money on it.
1: Yes. So we're just going to f- keep the funnel going, and we'll just. Build more, you know, the next one's trading for beginners part two, and then we're doing a investing for beginners and we're doing a stock picking for beginners and then we're doing a business for beginners. Nice. And and I'll just do this whole series. And each of those, as you know, I've already built like trial programs and I've built bigger programs off the back of that. So it'll just be the same funnels, you know, different programs and it will just build and build.
0: So when pe- when people think about YouTube, they often think about the ad revenue, don't they? And you mentioned there mm-hmm. that this video so far has done twenty. How much did you say? Twenty something. Twenty eight thousand. Twenty eight thousand. Yeah. How does that relate to the rest of your channel more generally? Do you know what what it's taking each month?
1: Way higher. You know the the videos. That video is is carrying my YouTube channel. Uh, I, I'm saying like there's not a lot more my industry, it does depend on the industry. And my industry actually is a high cost per view ad rev because it's financial, right? So if you think of the people advertising on my channel, it's like banks and brokers. Yeah. So uh, they can afford to spend more. So typically I'll get more than someone who does a fitness video and gets 1.7 million views on the fitness video. might be about, I don't know, a thousand dollars or something. Whereas I'll get, ten thousand dollars on my video with the same so it's uh it's a much higher cost per view but the the channel normally does three or four grand a month at the moment uh, uh sorry without that video but with that video it's now doing 12 to 15 grand a month so th- that video has kind of added another i don't know 400 500 or whatever it is wow. to the uh to the revenue so big big winners like that you know that's what i want to create more of
0: definitely you've 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 hit the jackpot i think on that one so let, let's rewind a bit then because as you said this hasn't happened overnight it has been eight years in the making and I remember seeing something that you put out about how awkward you were on video at the start and how it took you like a day or something oh, to record yeah. some really whereas now if anyone listens to you or watches your YouTube channel and I'm sure anyone that hasn't come across you yet will do after listening to this episode you come across as like really confident you know what you're talking about how did you shift between awkward and <laughs> to super confident now because that's something I think that puts people off doing video content.
1: Yeah, totally. I think, um, yeah, my first video took me four hours and it was four minutes long. I was sweating profusely, terrible at speaking. So I've always known what I'm talking about. I just couldn't talk to cameras. Very, very weird. This is second nature now, but it's a light in your face and a camera. I, I, I never forget first time. It's very, very difficult and it's not natural at all. But practice right so if you do it that's the worst it's going to be the next one's going to be a bit better and the next one's going to be a bit better until you do so many of these videos and social media posts and you get yourself out there it's like any practice it just it starts to unlock this subconscious like conduit of information that you can just release without thinking too much about the cameras and the lights a Bit like when you're driving you don't think about the accelerator and the braking and the gear stick you're just doing you're just driving and you can have conversations but back to your question there that's a really interesting one because whenever I look at all the, like the goats on YouTube you know the, the the OGs of YouTube what most people go on YouTube for is to find out how to do something they, they want to learn something right but think about the people on there they didn't have a YouTube to learn from so at some point you've got to actually geek out on something and share your knowledge, right? And they're the ones that get the rewarded the most. So I've always said it's best to to share as you learn because that's what those goats were doing, those those OGs of YouTube were doing. They were learning it just off the off the. You know, fresh off the press, and then sharing it straight away. That's where the first how-to video comes from. Someone has to read the manual. Someone has to go and break something or look stupid. Someone has to, you know, stutter and all the rest of it, and lights go terrible. You just have to do that because that that is the how-to.
0: You're absolutely right. How long did it then take? So from that first awkward video, like what? How many do you think it took you to become oh good, all right, or better, or good?
1: I think probably. A good a good year of of doing it.
0: And how often were you putting them out over that year?
1: I'm one of these people that just tries to. I, I go. I've really put myself under like quite a bit of pressure to to force myself to do something. Like. I'll give you an example. Like for tonight, I'm I'm doing a, um, we're doing, I'm running this big open mic night in a big venue around here. I've decided that I can't just get up and play. I'm going to figure out this loop station stuff and put together a one man band and do that for the first time live in front of everyone. And it's just like, why can't you just get up and do a guitar? Because I feel like if I do it, then I've done it for the first time and it might be terrible, but the next time it'll be better. And the next time it'll be better. (laughs) So I feel like I'm always getting better at talking and I'm always getting better at, articulating what's in my head but I felt like I got the most progress not necessarily from YouTube but talking raw because when you talk raw you get direct feedback. it's not a polished edited feedback and I always take those comments you know if they hurt (laughs) I see that as as a mechanism for me because if they hurt it's something I don't like about it right so so I'm like oh yeah I do need to work on that and then once that was out of the way, yeah, you know, I don't care I say I've got crap hair or crap teeth or whatever, that, that doesn't bother me.
0: Do you get mean comments Is that a thing? For you?
1: You know, you, you always get haters. Um, but haters only hurt you when it's something you know that you don't like about yourself. That's that's how I look at it. Yeah, you know, I don't really care if they call me ugly or, you know, whatever or Do you get comments like that? Surely not. Probably no, pro- probably not. But there but there's been things like there's been things like oh you know you don't know what you're talking about and everyone's got an opinion.
0: Are you like two and a half hour film that's had 1.4 million views says <laughs> I do, mate.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: With your numbers, then, how long did it take you to get to the first thousand subscribers? Because that's always seen as a bit of a milestone for people starting out.
1: Yeah, so that was a that was a that was the first milestone. I think there's like a you can monetize YouTube when I think it's a thousand hours of watch time or a thousand uh, or a thousand subs and something like that. I can't remember. But yeah, it was in the first year, 12 months took me to go to a 1000 subscribers. And then it took me another another year to get to four. And then I had another big video, which got me to about 30. And then another big video into about 60. But it's taken eight years to get to you know, I just hit my 100k plaque and now it's going up exponentially so we,
0: it's going so fast because even just sort of over the last week or so I've been looking and then it, it's been jumping up all the time and you've got quite big plans haven't you for your for your numbers
1: I've got big plans so uh, as I say the the for beginners series basically I'm just gonna share everything I know on my YouTube for free but still keep the uh the ecosystem of products in the back end. And what we're gonna do with the ecosystem is just work closer on implementation. So hand holding people and making sure that you know they get the result. So yeah, YouTube, we're going all in on, you know, I'm also considering starting other channels now. So I'll tell you a story. This is this is how cool it is, right? I got a Harley davidson two years ago, a Sports Dress, and I thought I'm just gonna ride this around and talk about the bike, my experience with the bike. I put a couple of GoPros on. And I'd started a new channel. It's called Bike Ride Talk. You can go and look it up. It's got two videos on it, right? The videos had 20,000 views, that first video. So now that is eligible for monetization. So imagine if every time I got on my bike and just spoke about the different features on my bike, I can now monetize the finance of the bike and, and just go, I could just pay for the bike. I could start one skiing. And do top to bottom reviews of of mountains. Start a YouTube channel. That's a big thing, apparently.
0: I'm going to do one about holidays.
1: Honestly, <laughs> you can just review the hotels. Oh, that's wild. I, I, if you, if I had an unboxing video for every bit of kit that I've unboxed and I reviewed it, I'm sure I would have been able to pay for all the kit that I've bought. It's it's a fun, it's extraordinary way of of. An opportunity to make money, YouTube. So,
0: so, do you think YouTube's still still a growing platform? Then, do you think all you know can all businesses benefit from being on it, even if they're late to to start?
1: I, I just look at YouTube as being TV, you know, TV and a library and an entertainment platform and education platform, like everything in one. And I can see more and more kids, like I'm watching my kids I'm watching other people's kids. They're going away from TikTok and they're going on to YouTube Shorts and YouTube and watching longer form content. And I also stay very close to Mr. Beast and watching what he's doing. And if he's working on it still, then I think it's, it's not going anywhere. Uh, it's not going anywhere soon.
0: So, finally, what what advice would you give to any aspiring YouTubers that are, are listening to this and, and they're ready to take the plunge?
1: First, first thing: do something you love um, is so important. Don't try and put on a persona or a mask or try and be a character that you're not. That is just going to result in burnout. You're not going to wanna to do it. You're not gonna to wanna to do it for eight years. You know, if I had to pretend I was someone else every time, hey guys, you know, all that stuff on YouTube, not only is that tiring and it and it it kind of causes you to get extra creative about who you're gonna to be today, it also creates something inside of you of a lack of integrity, lack of authenticity. You're kind of dimming your light a little bit. And you're so do something you love. And then just share whatever you learn now. The how-to isn't always there. So if there's no how-to, just start sharing your experience with it, as crap as that might be. Someone will be searching for that. Someone will get value from that. So tips on starting YouTube, just do it. Learn and share at the same time. I always say the Russell Brunson, when he talks about the uh, catch-me-if-you-can you know Frank Abignau, Jr, he's like, how did, "How did you pull the wool over the eyes of the university and pretend you was a teacher?" And he said, "All I had to do was read one paragraph ahead of the students. Such a powerful lesson, right? It's like, that is it. Do that. The first time is going to be horrible, and you'll just get better and better and better." And I, I would say, be really critical of your own video. Look at the ums and the ers. Look how fast you're speaking. Look at the lighting. Look at the camera. Look at the quality. Look at the music. Is the music too loud? Is the sound horrible? And every single video, just try and get a little bit better. And um, and then it's just a case of working on a great thumb now. Great. Title and then provide value. Try and get them to watch.
0: Great advice. Where can people find you then? Your YouTube channel, which uh, we will make sure we've got that in the show notes for sure. But which social platform are you most active on?
1: Yeah, I use Instagram. Uh, J underscore Greystone. Unfortunately, there's a lot of fake accounts, so if you if you do follow me, just beware of anyone else contacting you. I won't contact you. But my, my podcast, Always Free, is a good one. It, you know, if you're interested in investing, trading, and wealth building and all that, YouTube's great. Uh, but I also run a podcast called Always Free, and I recommend you listen to episode one if you go and check that out. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jason.
0: Thank you for listening. If you're serious about growing your profile, take our free profile assessment quiz to see where you're at right now get hints and tips on how to improve your score you'll find the link to the quiz in the show notes if you've enjoyed the episode it would be mint if you'd subscribe like and leave a review see you next monday